Welcome to episode 14 of the Momster Squad, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner momster and take this journey with us. Welcome back, ladies. Hey. Episode 14, we've decided we're going to talk about want versus need today and how to teach our children the difference. I think some of us adults at times need reminders as well. Yeah. Uh, that being said, our elementary school had a book fair this week, the Scholastic Book Fair, the proceeds or part of the percentage of helps with the PTO and whatnot. Um, so some of us set up the e-cards for our kids to be able to go in and not accidentally lose cash. They have yeah, the e-card. That's what I did. Um, I think I'd like to do that, but I'm still trying to, I, I let go of teaching my daughter about money like she was really good at like three and a half four years old count and change and then I just slapped off on it um so anyway I took Jennifer's daughter Jacqueline and my daughter Brayden to the book fair after school um Jacqueline had ten dollars to spend Brayden had ten dollars to spend and of course they're seven and eight years old Mm -hmm. and you try and explain that there's sales tax on merchandise. And in our state, I believe, well, I think it changes per county, but I think we're at eight cents on the dollar. And of course, that's, I, I think that's hard for even maybe yeah. gr- even a tween ager to understand the tax portion of it, eight cents on every dollar. <clears throat> so anyway, I bring the girls and, you know, they're looking and they're immediately picking things out. I'm like, okay. Put it back, keep an eye on it, look around at everything first, and then decide what you want most and make sure you're looking at the prices. Mm-hmm. So Brayden and Jacqueline are, you know, how much is this? How much is this? And more so Jacqueline. And the first thing she comes to me is $12.99. I said, you have $10. Yeah. Puts it back. $14.99. Same thing, $12.99. Fourth thing she brings over is $10.99. I was like, Jacqueline, I explained it to her again. It's $10.99, which means you do not even have enough money to pay for it, let alone the tax that goes on it. Yeah. But Aunt Becky will go ahead and pay the difference for you. (laughs) Well, Jennifer's damn child. Whether she doesn't grasp the value of money and the value, or she's just manipulative, which, mind you, is a sign (laughs) of intelligence. The girl had brought individual books, put them back individual books. Now she comes over with a book, a poster, a book, a bookmark, a pen, an eraser, a calculator. And she's like, well, you said you pay the difference. The difference on the ten ninety nine, not another $30 on top of it. All she heard was that. She's like, all right, I'll get what I want today. So Brayden did well. She came in at $7 and change. Um, and she got two things out of it. One was an eraser shaped like a phone. And she said, I finally got an iPhone. I'm like, I'm glad that <laughs> yeah. you're happy with that because you're never getting an iPhone yeah. unless you pay for it yourself. I've never had an iPhone. Yeah, Deanna, um, when we got her and summer phones, we bought like the free iPhones. So they were like a bunch of like, um, what are they like a group package or something. No, um, I don't know what the hell you're saying. So, like, Gianna has the iPhone 13 right now. Okay, when we bought their phones, we bought them the iPhone 6. 
And at the time, like the iPhone 10 or something was out. So, so they were giving older the, versions. Yeah. The older versions were free. Were free. So that's what we had gotten them when we first got them cell phones. Well, Gianna kept wanting the new one. And we said, well, you have to pay for it. So she did. She, I mean, she pays her own cell phone bill. Too Look, now, at, unless, 18, unless so. my phone can fold my laundry and put my dishes away, <laughs> yeah, then I'm not paying, paying that, that extra money for no. it. <clears throat> but going back to Jacqueline, um, long story short, Jacqueline did get the item that was $10.99. It was a book about puppies. It came with a paw print necklace. But mind you, she copped a total attitude with me that I told her, <laughs> you, have to, you have to pick. You can have this, or you can have this and this, you know, all that accumulated to $10. So she kind of got teary-eyed and gave me the Jacqueline evil eyes and whatever. Anyway, um, she, we, we, we cash out. I pay the difference. It was $2. It gave me 13 cents change. So it was like a dollar, what's that, 83, 87, $1.87, whatever. Okay, math. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank God. Thank God my child is, you know, I, I always said... I would love when Braden starts school again so I can relearn everything. God, yeah. I'm always <laughs> ta- like, don't my, ask me. <laughs> my times tables, the states. I just got to go ask your brother. But on the, <clears throat> so we're leaving the school and Jacqueline still hasn't said thank you. And I was like, you know what? I was like, maybe I'll just take the necklace and you have the book. She's like, now. And I was like, but I paid the difference. I was like, and you haven't even showed me that you're grateful for that. I said, you cannot go into a store and have this many items and less the amount of money. The cashier's not just going to go, okay, take the rest. You, you have to have money. I said, your mommy is trying to run a business with Jalen T's designs and more, but her computer is broken. She doesn't have the money. She can't just go into, you know, a computer store and get a computer without the money. You need the money to be able to pay for it. You have to understand that. You cannot be ungrateful. Yeah, I mean, as she gets older, she'll understand. That's like at Valentine's Day and Food Lion had these gigantic, um, like, stuffed animals. They were like $20. And... They had a wolf one, and she's obsessed with wolves. So, <laughs> so freaking, I, she, I said, well, you, you could get it if you pay for it. I said, you got your money? She's like, no. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right, listen, I will lend you the money. I will pay for it. We bring it home. But when you get home, you need to give me back the $20. Yeah, she didn't hear that. I repeated it about 500 times before we cashed out. Same at the book fair. And <laughs> we get, we get I, I gave the Cliff Notes version for a change. <laughs> <laughs> we get home and I said, go get your $20. And she goes, but it's already paid for. I'm like, yeah, because I lent you the money. <laughs> and we had this whole, like, I had to explain it 500 times, and she was very reluctant, but she finally gave me the $20. Didn't she say, though, that she was like, well, you're taking my money? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, but that's my money. And I'm like, Well, that right. reminds me of one day uh, Mikey and Ava got in trouble or whatever, so we took away their iPads at the time, mm-hmm. and we were trying to explain them. Like, I think they were just arguing or whatever. So we took it away, and we're trying to explain, like, things get taken away, whatever. Um, and then Ava all of a sudden is like, but that's ours. It has my name on I said, who the hell bought it for you? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? That's not how it works. 
Just because your name's on it doesn't mean it's yours. Right. You would not have that without us. Mm-hmm. So that brought me into the conversation of want versus need in the car on the way home. Mm-hmm. The day before, Brayden and I had actually had the same conversation. Um, yeah, I keep hearing somebody's car in the background. It's, I just told them leave. Oh, okay. So. Um, Brayden and I had the same conversation the day before, and it wasn't a, a scolding thing. It was something that happened that led me into teaching her want versus need. Like, um, you need to pay your mortgage or your rent to have a house over your, uh, a roof over your head. You need to buy groceries to fuel your body. Yeah. You need to put gas in your vehicle to get to your job. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to pay for electricity. I mean, I guess you don't need to. You can go off the grid, but... There are, you get the idea that those are things that you need. So, um, I basically kind of repeated the same thing I said to Braden the day before, but now with Jacqueline in the car, (laughs) it gets funny. Um, so is she the girl? (laughs) So I'm, I, I have a couple things in the car. So like using examples, I'm like, okay, Jacqueline, I'm like, you know, women do carry purses. So I suppose we need at least one purse. But if I already have one, do I need another one or do I want it? You want it. Okay. What about a hat? If you already have one hat, you know, do you need this? Do you need this knickknack? Do you do you need it or do you want it? Yeah. You have to weigh that out. <laughs> well, when we were on the way to the book fair. She says she wants, needed no, something. <laughs> nope. No. Um, I gave Jacqueline a backpack. Uh, a store had a clearance event where they marked down all their backpacks to $3. It didn't matter if they were 40 or 14 They were all marked down to $3. And I bought like 15 backpacks. So Brayden is good until yeah, the day she one. graduates high school. Well, <laughs> I... <laughs> and I also said, you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I could sell some of these at a yard sale and actually make a buck on it. Like, I'm not working. I need to fund my family. Yeah. So when I handed Jack on the backpack, she had seen all the rest of them in the back of my Jeep. And she's like, holy cow. So I told her, I was like, do you remember the backpack that I helped your mommy get? I bought it and Jen paid me back um, at school, uh, the beginning of school. It was $20. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I was just able to get Five backpacks. <laughs> Five backpacks for under the price of her one at the beginning of the school year. Yeah. So why not buy those backpacks at $3 a piece? You're set for your child mm-hmm. and or can make, even if it's only a dollar on it. Yeah. So as I'm doing the want versus need, this little seven-year-old brat, I, who I love dearly, <laughs> Love, love, love this child, but she's like my own, so of course we're going to be a little bit harsher. And she's like, oh, and I suppose you need all those backpacks? I'm like, oh, good. Got you there. So, does she know the value of a dollar or is she manipulative, Jennifer? <laughs> I don't think she understands. She's only just now learning about Of money. course, and and mine, mine doesn't still know the whole value either. It's going to take time, yeah, and that time that comes with the addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, all of that at school. It, it's all going to come in time. But we as moms need to work on that with them as well. Yeah. Now, let's not hold up the grocery line with 20 people behind us to let the kid pay. But if you're standing there by yourself, let the kid count out some money. Yeah. You know? Um, 
So fast forward, of course, I want to tell Jennifer about Jacqueline's actions and comments and stuff at the book fair. So I get on the phone with Jennifer and she's, you know, of course, busy and she's got this kid coming in asking her and this kid and and Chris and whatever. And she's like, I need this to make dinner. So she leaves the house still on the phone with me. And this ended up turning out really, really cool. Um, Jennifer went to the store. She needed rice. Of course, I have a ton of rice, but she wanted dirty rice. And John said, why don't you go outside and throw it in the ground? <laughs> so she's, she went in and grabbed exactly what she needed and went straight to line. And somehow or another, our conversation, I was like, you could have you know, stopped here because she mentioned the amount she had left in her account. Mm-hmm. Just so happens, she's in line when she mentions it. Mm-hmm. And the woman in front of her heard her on the phone with me. And out of nowhere, you may continue with this part of the story, Jennifer. She cashed out and turned around and handed me $20. And I just started crying. And then I started (laughs) crying. I was like, oh, my God, she paid for your rice. Like, I'm trying to get secondhand what she's saying. I'm like, somebody just paid for your rice, didn't they? She's like, no, she gave me $20. You have no idea how much I need this right now, she's saying to the lady. And so she left. And I was on the phone with Becky, so I really wasn't like, like, I was, so overwhelmed with just everything going on and being frustrated and and uh so she leaves and I cash out and I go outside and she's actually parked a few cars down from me so I walked over and I didn't even I don't even think I told you that I was like taking the phone away from my ear but I walked up to her and you I was did like, you said hang on a minute uh, and I, I was give her like a hug. I was like can I please give you a hug and she's like yeah and she gave me a hug and I'm like crying still and I was like, you really don't understand how much I needed that right now. And she's like, I wish I could give more. I was like, no, really, like this, this really. And I was like, have a blessed day. I was like, you are so amazing. Thank you. Yep. So want versus need and paying it forward. And, you know, there's. Have you seen like the videos on like social media where there's people that are going around and asking people that clearly look or appear to be homeless mm-hmm. or less than and are saying, you know, can you, can you spare something for me to eat? Or they go to a food truck. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any money. I'm like thirsty. And some people say no. And mm-hmm. then the people that say yes, you know, like this, this one homeless guy, like gave his last bit, like he had like yeah. pennies yeah. and he's like, this is all I have, but you can have it. This guy's got nothing. No roof over his head, nothing. And, then he still and now this person that's recording Hands them like a thousand dollars, yeah. And you know, so it's it just it filled my heart that that happened for you, and I do know how much you know. Well, it still gives you hope in the world. Absolutely. How all the negative that's around, and then those little moments, you're like, okay, there's still good people in the world. Yeah. Good things going on. That I don't know, just makes you look at life a little bit differently. Very yeah. much so, and. You know, I I had it happen, I think, once to me when I was in line for Dunkin', somebody had paid for mine, mm-hmm. and I turned around and then paid for the car behind me. Yeah, so it's like a line. Yeah. Um, it, it really it really makes you feel good, and I mean, that that's just... I, I'm on the phone crying as yeah. well. I'm all freaking emotional about it. And as soon as I'm, like, able to, I'm definitely going to... Probably do like the same exact thing, like just yeah, turn somebody, around yeah. and give it to somebody behind me. Um, but so to totally derail, um, <laughs> shocker. <laughs> so 
last night, Jacqueline lost a tooth. So, um, my kid, well, no, Jacqueline's, out of my four kids, Jacqueline's the only one who still believes in the tooth fairy and Santa Claus and all those things. And so, it was probably about 1130, and I prepped open her door. Now, we don't put it under her pillow, but we put, I have like a little tooth fairy light thing that I actually keep right by her door so I don't have to go in her room. Yeah. So I like creep her door open and all of a sudden she pops her head up and I was like, (sighs) (laughs) so I was like, what are you still doing up? And she was like half asleep, half out of it. I think she had just gotten up to go to the bathroom. So that might've been, she didn't like completely fall back to sleep yeah so she's like I'm trying to sleep I was like okay you know have a good night gave her another kiss walk out so I wait like half an hour and now it's midnight so I go back in I go creep her door back open and she pops her head back up and I was like oh my god I just want to go to sleep so she's like why do you keep coming in my room and I'm like I was just checking on you. Okay, you really need to get some sleep. So I close the door. I go back out. I look at Chris. I'm like, we got to figure out something because this child is not sleeping and I want to go to bed. And <laughs> I cannot just wake up in the middle of the night. Like, that That don't work for me. So I was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to have you go in there, give her a kiss, and block her from seeing me in the doorway and then I'm going to switch it out real quick so that's what we ended up doing and this morning she had no idea and she was excited that the tooth fairy came um but uh one of the things I'm glad about is the older kids still do they play along so they know not to you know ruin it for her well that's what I think the kids will do with Riker Ava I'm kind of iffy about (laughs) but I think she'll play along too um, I think it's fun for them because too. they they're in the know. Yeah, you have, you have to kind of um, expand on what you said about Ava, like why you think you're not oh. sure. <laughs> well, because uh, for Brayden's what birthday was it? Seven. It was seventh birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brayden really wanted a hoverboard and whatever. <laughs> so, and every time she came to her house, it's like all she played with was the kids' hoverboards. So me and AJ were like, you know what? What we're going to get her for her birthday is a hoverboard. Like, I know she really wants this, whatever. So, and we knew she'd be so excited about it. So, we got it. Now, and I, interrupt. I told you about it, right? Um, yes, you did. You guys had wanted to do it at Christmas or whatever. And I'm like, Santa Claus is always already going to be bringing a skateboard and helmet and no, the pads yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, first of all, don't spend that kind of money on my daughter. And you guys were like, no way, no way, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're going to do it, at least wait till her birthday. Mm-hmm. So, yes, you had told me. And just to intervene about Brayden before you go on to the next part with with Ava is Brayden, again, rare breed. She shocks and awes and surprises all of us with her different actions, reactions, whatever. And Brayden has not necessarily been a reactive child when she receives her gifts. There's not like super excitement. And I knew that of all the years that this was going to be the squeal of the freaking century. Yeah. But 
But the other kids knew what I was giving her, and instead of keeping it a secret, Ava told Brayden before her birthday what she was going to get. She made her guess. Yeah, she's like, oh, whatever, guess, and she guessed, and then she, and then I had to have a huge talk with her, because I'm like, why would you do that? You ruined somebody's surprise. Right. So that's where I'm, like, iffy, because I'm like, she's not really somebody who keeps secret. Going back two weeks ago, because this is a why as well, um, Mikey has a crush in his class, Aww. and he's been keeping it secret. Well, she overheard Mikey telling one of his friends who the crush is, and they're in the same class. So she told the crush mm. that Mikey had, and he was very hurt. And I had a. Had and a now he's like probably embarrassed yeah. to like. He see, see he said he says he's fine about it, but like he told me about it, and I'm like, I know he's heard about it. So I talked to him. I was like, you know, that's not nice that you did that. Like, what if I like Mikey ran and said your crush and she's like well I wouldn't care I said okay well who's your crush I don't have a crush I'm like mm, exactly but like I and at first she was kind of like going back and forth with me she's like well he shouldn't have said it so I could hear I was like that's not the point you had no right to share that whether he told you or whether you overheard you still had no right to share that with anybody else now going forward and I had to talk with both of them if, so, if one of you guys tell the other something, you don't, like, something like that. Mm-hmm. Granted, if, obviously, if somebody's hurting themselves or it's right. extreme, yes, tell somebody. But something like that, don't go sharing with people unless you have that person's permission. permission right. Because that's not right. And that's not how things work. Because you're not going to have friends in the end of the day if you do that stuff. Mm-hmm. So... That's, you know, keeping secrets about someone's birthday gift. That's a surprise. That's a good secret. That's not going to be harmful. Um, And you started about, you know, uh, Jennifer Tooth Fairy, you Tooth Fairy. Will Ava and Mikey keep the secrets with Riker as he grows older and not let them in? Now, I would think so, but... But, okay, so here, (laughs) this segues us into another thing about lying... Is so here we're talking about the tooth fairy and Santa. Us parents are all these mythical fairy tales with Santa and the Easter Bunny and the tooth fairy, and it's magical. Yeah. Okay. But ultimately speaking, You're we lying. are lying to our children. Now I want to keep the magic alive as much as possible yeah. with Braden. She it's still fun. believes. Um, I do think that maybe there's a certain age you should like. I was gonna say, kick is there a, is there a point where you're gonna let her know, or are you just gonna wait till she finds out? For right now, it's a find out thing. Um, if it becomes the point where you know, I think Brayden's mature for her age, and so let's say she's ten or eleven, and she's like talking about the tooth fairy, and ultimately gets like bullied at school because mm-hmm. she still believes. Yeah. You know, I think at that point in time. So, so okay, so I can actually spin off of that. So, Summer believed in Santa forever, like up until like maybe two, three years ago, and right before she moved, and um, she wrote a letter to Santa, and I, and I mean, so she was like twelve, uh-huh. and um, I think kids did make fun of her, um, but. You know, I was like, well, they just don't know, like, they don't believe, so their Christmas must be really boring, because Christmas is about magic, Mm. and they must not, if they don't believe... It's actually about Jesus, but... Whatever. (laughs) So, I was like, you know, 
if you don't believe in Santa, then there's no magic, and, yeah. you know, and, um, so she wrote a letter to Santa, and my mom actually <laughs> wrote back as Santa, and they went back and forth a few times, and I she actually still, she still has the letter, uh, and good. I'm sure yeah, by I have now, Mikey's letter somewhere. <clears throat> and if she too. didn't know it was my mom, she will now, because she yeah. listens to us. <laughs> Uh, one, we were talking about my rock, painted rock friends last time, and my one friend, Anita, actually um, sent Brayden a letter in the mail from Santa Claus last oh, year. Oh, I remember that. And Brayden was just tickled pink about it, like super psyched. And for the first time last year, I had also done the elf. I, I did rigs. I remember her butterfly rig. Oh, that's no, Rigo. Rigo, whatever. Brayden had a oh, caterpillar. Riggs is Kate's baby, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Riggs, what? Wow, he hasn't had a Christmas yet. You're on top of things. I've never done the elf on the show. I did it oh, for the first Jesus time Christ. last year. The year before. I hate that freaking elf. I got a creepy elf the year before. Of course you did. Right. And it was more so for me than Brayden. Brayden's like, is it magical? And I'm like, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. And she went to bed the first night, and I started to move him, and I'm like, No. <laughs> too much like work she woke up the next day and he's in the same spot and i'm like i guess he's not magical so last year she wanted the the actual elf on the shelf and she also wanted the uh arctic fox the elf pets or whatever so i we let her pick out an elf and we pulled it out we read the book we filled out the certificate she named him and i did a bunch of fun things with him um and I actually kept up with it. I'm really proud of myself. I did it from December 1st to Christmas Eve. And on Christmas Eve, um, her she named her elf Eli. And he brought her, Nora, the okay. um, Arctic fox. And unfortunately, I went for a walk that morning while she was still sleeping. So when I came home... She had already woken up and seen it. Oh, uh, so you didn't get and to she, see it. Yeah, my child who has no reaction, she's like, I cried, Mom, I cried. And I'm like, oh, my God, I missed it. <laughs> um, but no, yes, John, no, yes, no, yes. <laughs> so confused. Um, Brayden had a caterpillar. Um, she has all these bug boxes. She catches ladybugs and caterpillars. and Lizards. Lizards, you name it. She's got like freaking six or seven bug boxes. Yeah, she'll freak out <laughs> with, with certain bugs. Um, but she had a caterpillar that um, turned into a butterfly, we'll say, and um, went to live at Epcot in Butterfly Land with Disney. We visited him when she was five, and she was writing letters to what she named Rigo. She never actually saw him turn into the quote unquote butterfly. Yeah. Um, so Jennifer was kind enough to, and Brayden and I were just talking about this letter not too long ago, and <laughs> we were arguing in the car, not arguing, but I, I sent told her, her a picture. Yep. She printed out a picture of a butterfly and she wrote this really nice letter to Brayden from Rigo yeah. about his journey and that he's doing okay and hope she is. And I sent, um, I'm giving you this picture. You can color me in. And Brayden and I just brought it up not too long ago. Mind you, this is like three and a half years yeah. because it was four. We went to ago. Disney and she was five. So Brayden, somehow we were talking about it. And I was like, you never even finished coloring that picture. And yes, I did. I'm like, no, you didn't. 
So I'm like, I know right where it is, and I'm going to pull it out when we get home. Well, I pulled it out, and she was right. She finished it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes, the magic like that is is so fun. It is fun. Um, but my main thing is uh, when I told the kids, it was because it's getting to the point where they want more expensive things, and they think, well, it's Santa. He can get whatever. whatever. And that's the thing. Not everybody right. that believes can get those expensive gifts. Yeah. That is a huge thing. Your gifts from Santa to your children should be the less expensive items. A pair of gloves, a hat. I've always done everything in the house is from Santa except for like maybe one or two things. Or actually, when I write on, I write who it's to, which kid it's to, and then there's Santa, Mrs. Claus, Rudolph. Oh my gosh, that's cute. Oh, I do like all the, <laughs> but the characters. I, you know, you've got to think. that's what my mom did. You got to think about these children and families that don't have, and they might right. be lucky enough to get one gift. So why did this and kid I've been get in that spot? Yeah, before. why did this kid get a Nintendo Switch from Santa? And I didn't. and I only got a pair of gloves and a hat. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's where I let them know because I want them to appreciate for what we give them because it's. Mm-hmm. A lot of hard work to provide at least one or two things that you wanted. Because I tell them, you can tell me what you want. You're not getting everything you want. Well, Gianna, <laughs> Gianna catches me all the time. because So I actually am grateful for her a lot of times come Christmas time or Easter time. Because I'll catch myself saying, mm. like, oh, well, I got to, or I'm going to, whatever. And Gianna will look at me, and she's like, you mean Santa? Santa did that. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> like, Because Jacqueline, Jacqueline's the only one left in my house that still yeah, believes. So or okay. after the fact, you know, like, we're playing with things, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I was like, you know, when Mommy picked that out, and she's like, that was from Santa. She remembers, and I'm right. like, oh, Okay, maybe I was looking at that, and and that's what you know we wish for Santa to bring you all the crap. <laughs> so in a way, I'll be grateful that I don't have to pull off the facade anymore. Um, but it is fun, it's and then what like makes it. you're you're talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, the tooth fairy, and like sneaking into the room, and Chris doing the block so you can get it done. Yeah, there's stories. Whereas I set the alarm for like the witching hour. <laughs> between like 3 and 3.30 and don't whistle. With my luck, Jacqueline will be awake. <laughs> Not to mention my house is a portal with the numbers of it, 333, which I still haven't talked about my threes for everybody. <laughs> That's a, still another time, guys. <laughs> um, one day. Maybe episode 33. Alright, y'all heard that, right? <laughs> 33 is my episode. I got nixed out on number three. I don't know what the hell happened on 13. Oh yeah, I do. Stressors, hobbies. Anyway, 33 is about... Write it down. Episode 30, 33. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll set my alarm, and that's when I pull off the Tooth Fairy stunt or the Easter Bunny baskets or whatever. Um, I was just telling you guys, and we'll tell our listeners, that this this year I have a front room and, a, and then a back living room, and I've always done the tree in the front room, mm-hmm. which is easily accessible and less likely to be caught in the act because Braden would have to come out and around through the kitchen to catch yeah. me. This year, I really want to put the tree in the back living room, which is larger, 
but it's it'll be right an eye shot and and ear shot of her, and we do not shut her bedroom door okay, when she sleeps. I was just gonna ask, do you have the door shut? I enough? can see your wheels turning because yeah. I do. You shut your kids' doors every night, really? Jacqueline, Braden's door is open. the only one that sleeps with his door open. No, Braden's always open, and rather than a nightlight, we use that little hall light there because. It's Braden's bedroom and the playroom are across the, it's a very tiny hall in the mm-hmm. bathroom. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Those three doors are right there. So that hall light lights yeah, up I like used a to have three their by doors three closed, space. But I don't know. I just, as they got older, it's just easier. I mean, I could start working on that now, but the thing of it is, is she likes the cats to go in there and sleep with her and they do. Um, funny thing is, as I say, bedtime books with Braden. And three of the cats come in and they set up shop around Brayden while I read her a nighttime story. (laughs) So I can't shut the damn door. Okay. Well, so like now going with like tradition and stuff. So the morning of Easter and Christmas, my kids are not allowed to come out of their room until Chris and I say they could come out. So they're on the other end of the house. So the Christmas tree and the baskets at Easter, the, everything's at our end. So, and, and I mean, to this day, this is how we do our thing. And Chris, we set up a trap. Like we have, like a, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Chris takes fishing line tied, <laughs> tied to a metal bowl. So if they hit it, the bowl will fall and we'll hear them trying to come into the other side of the house. That's they funny. have a bathroom. They have everything they need the on that The refrigerator. End. No, they don't need to get to the refrigerator. So. <laughs> Starve. So, I mean, Gianna, Gianna's the exception, um, mainly because she helps me, like, And she's 18 up, Right, now. she's 18. Yeah. So she helps me and everything else. But that is the rule. They are not allowed to come out of their rooms. And until we say it's okay. So normally, like Christmas morning, Gianna's texting me, are you up yet? Because these children are awake and want to come out. Yeah. Um, And they usually end up go. uh, Jacqueline and Logan will end up going into Gianna's room and sitting with her. I just had an idea. What I could do is maybe have her sleep in my bedroom, but that's still going to, because I got to pull all the stuff out of the closet. Unless you hide it in the playroom and don't let her in the playroom. Oh, good. And that, yeah. Yeah, that, and then there goes the magic because yeah. why can't I go in my playroom? Yeah. But um, under construction, <laughs> what, you, what you say about not allowed to come out, my biggest thing, I, I would tell her, you wait until we come in and get you because I always wanted to video yeah. her, her reaction as they were coming out. Yeah, well, the kids will wake <laughs> up because even as I was a kid, me and my sister would like wake up at like three in the morning and just sit there and we would be ready to open the presents, and obviously nobody else is. So we sat by the tree. We'd watch TV. We'd kind of, like, shake some presents to see if we knew what it was. Because um, even the kids now, they'll be up early, and we're like, you got to wait until we're ready to get up. And see, we'll my just sit mom, there. with the Christmas tree, like, it would be lit through the evening hours and whatever, but mm-hmm. it would be shut off when we went to bed. So the only night that the tree stayed on all night long it's, was, was Christmas. Christmas Eve to Christmas morning. So when you walked out and it was still like you know, dawn outside and the sun hasn't, and you can just see the glistening and and the presents and shining. It's just so merry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was an only child, and 
I was a sleeper. Even as a baby, my mom had to wake me to feed me this, that, and the other thing. So even when a child should be excited and wanting to go out, my mother would have to wake me most of the time. <laughs> that was and my be like, sister, Danielle. It's Christmas, you know. There were times I do remember coming out and being like, oh, wake up, wake up. But most of the time they had to wake me. Our rule always was I could open my stocking without my parents being present, not Gifts, present, here, there, everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then once they came out, I could could open one gift. Um, Of course, they might say, no, not that one. Pick a different one. But I could have one gift gift from under the tree, and then we would have to have breakfast first. Oh, it was torture. And then, then of course, we would wait for, like, the grandmothers to come and stuff, and it would be like, oh, my God. Well, that's it. We we let the dogs out. Yes, you have to. We make our coffee while they're still sitting in the room. Like, we want to come out. And I feel like I've kind of restricted Brayden a bit, too, and I really just want to let her rip into things, but I think because I've restricted her for so long, like, say, we've been in... Um, New York at Christmas time or whatever. She takes forever to open gifts. I we were and mind you, with my clearance shopping, she always ends up getting more than probably what she should to begin with. And I mean, <laughs> it took like four hours to get through Christmas oh, opening gifts ridiculous. this year. And I was nice. There's still things. I mean, it's nice, but it, I don't have the patience. No. There's still <laughs> boxes from her birthday and Christmas last year of toys. That she has no crafts opened. that she has because not opened yet. They're put away in her closet. She tells me, rainy day, mom. I'm like, we've had lots of rainy days. Yeah, since. I'm not getting my kids. Like, they don't need any toys, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Because the little stuff that I got them this year, um, they don't even touch. So... I got rid of most of it, and, I mean, unless it's electronic, it's not really anything feasible. I said this year I want to do things that, like, we can go and do. Yes, experiences and making memories. I think that is a gift that, you know, if anybody says, what's Braden want? I do not need clothes for her. Mm -hmm. I do not need any more toys. You know, if there's a couple things that she picks out that she really wants, Mm -hmm. then I may try and make that happen but the experiences. So that was one of the things that she got last year on behalf of my parents, as well as Braden's adoptive grandparents, our friends, Eileen and Bob, Mm -hmm. who she calls nanny and grandpa. They bought John a pass and my parents bought Braden and I a pass to go to the water parks Mm -hmm. um, for this summer. And it was great because we could just pick up and go whenever we wanted to. There was no extra fee. In addition to that, we've talked about not you, you don't like water, Jennifer, but <laughs> Abby has gone with and been able to get a discount because yeah. we're a pass holder. The experiences are amazing. Like, mm-hmm. and we are in tourist central here. Yeah. So I intend on asking for the water park passes again. And, and like you said, the experiences, like, let's go make the memories and have yeah, fun at family like, time. Park, park, the heart- Big Air does like a thing where oh, you right, can get right. a pass, like different things like that. And yeah. The reason I also haven't bought the water passes is because my kids aren't here. I mean, Logan is, but Logan, it's like he's undecided up until summer. And then it's too late. Yeah, so I'm not going to buy him a pass if he's going to end up staying in New York for the summer. I mean, granted, the last two years he has come back with us, or this year he stayed a little longer and came back. 
um, in, but you don't. Um, you don't have to do just water park, like Abby said. You know, yeah. the trampoline but even, parks. But that's, that's not, year round. Yeah, I guess mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, it's like twelve a twelve month pass. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I think each time they go, they can get like a special drink and like a snack. Hmm. A part that of might it. be something. To look I actually into. have a card for her to go for Braden to go and jump uh, until the end one. of December. I think it was from. Jory's, Jory's yeah. birthday party for Sophia. Yeah, Hi, Jory. Hey. Congratulations, Morgan and Jory, on your engagement. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they heard that. <laughs> Jennifer said whatever. She's salty because she still doesn't have a damn ring on it. Whatever Abby is, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on from salty. Let's keep it happy. Murder. Murder. Well, damn, AJ. (laughs) So my car apparently got hit. Oh, yeah. Just found out before I came over here. Managed to put on a happy facade. that's definitely someone. Do you know, like, kind of when it would have? No, I was trying to figure it out. Okay, so this is how it happened. Before I came over here, John and I were trying to do some yard work, trim the hedges, um, I mean, we, it had to be while you were somewhere parked. Yeah, clearly. Um, I didn't know it was there, though. The only reason we discovered it is because John, when he was mowing the lawn, ended up nailing the driver's side door with a rock or something and just put a nice dent and chipped paint near the word compass. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And as I'm... Like, you were pissed about it. Yeah, I'm bitching. I'm like, seriously? And that was just a little tiny... Yep, and then as I'm bitching... Yeah, you're bitching about that, but there's this. He walks around the front of my vehicle to his because we're, you know, gathering trash. We take hours to the dump as opposed to getting pickup. And he's like, yeah, well, what the hell? What'd you hit on this side? I'm like, I didn't hit nothing. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like this. And I come over and the wheel well above the passenger front tire is smashed and the paint is chipping. And I'm like, he's like, where did you go? I'm like, I've been home for a couple days. It wasn't there Friday. I pulled up next. I was parked next. Oh, no, you were on the driver's side. The only time you were on my passenger side is when you pulled up. Um, no, that wasn't no, on the same day. Side. I was thinking when you met me at the Dollar General parking lot, you were on my passenger side. Yeah, but, but I, I was at the back of the car. I rarely go to yeah. the passenger side of my yeah, car. so it could have been at any time. I mean, I could and have been the, riding with the, this for a couple weeks. I it don't was know. a white car because there's white, white paint. marks yep. on it. So now, now I'm weighing out the ding that John just did or the smash that somebody <laughs> else did. So, and I dropped my phone and cracked the screen. That was on Friday. Becky's having a weekend. Oi, vey, go fund me. Only good things come <laughs> now. Lord have mercy. Well, they say things happen in threes, so there we go. Passenger yeah. side, driver side, phone. Not necessarily in that order. Nope. So now something good's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> you win the lottery. Oh, oh, oh. That'd be What's good What's yeah. Mind you, we're pre-recording. You'll hear this on a Thursday if you're up to date and listening and awaiting our next episode. <laughs> just or, or as Summer says, watching it. <laughs> well, again, we've discussed that yeah. that will be coming soon. We will have either 
full podcasts and or clips mm-hmm. um, airing on TikTok and or YouTube. Yeah. Possibly some other streaming networks as well. Yeah. Just in the works. It's, and yeah. We'll update as soon as that does happen. Um, but other than that, I think that's it for the episode, right? Unless you guys have any other input. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else. <laughs> my weekend was pretty boring. I need my car fixed. I don't want it fixed. I need it. Oh, to needs and wants. Want it's drivable. It's, it is drivable, but, but I... <laughs> well, I suppose you're right. <laughs> it's cosmetic. That's for sure. It's cosmetic. Yeah. But she is so pretty, and now, and now she's got bruises. <laughs> like you. Who the hell am I? What the fuck? You got the scars on your knees oh. from your knee surgery. <laughs> Jesus. Cracked up. And I don't mean the stuff you smoke. Never touched it. Just saying. <laughs> and it may have gone off the grid with some other things, but I'm straight and narrow now. <laughs> the only things she does with rocks is hunt them. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to maybe ask some of my my friends, um, you know, 10 years ago, I, I tended bar for a while and I was very green when I started tending bar. And let me tell you, I definitely was not when I left. Um, not some of my prouder moments, but if you were to ask the people that knew me back then, where do you see Becky in 10 years? It probably, and again, I never, ever did this. They would have said, smoking the rock, not painting the rock. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my life definitely took a turn for the better when I met my husband, Um I honestly feel like I I I might have been going down a rabbit hole with no way out yeah. had he not come around when he did. Um, we can talk about that another time too. There's so many stories. <laughs> I hope you listeners are enjoying us and stay tuned. Episode 15 will be more mom stories, yeah. so get those in, and maybe yours will be chosen at random. Yes. Other than that, you can always follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram, the underscore monster underscore squad. Um, just like with the mom stories, is going to be next episode, so please get those in. You can email us at themomstersquad at outlook.com. In the topic, you can put... Mom story. Also, if you have any certain topics you would like us to talk about, you can put that in as well. As always, we like to know your name and where you're from. Or if you'd like to remain anonymous, you can At do that as well. let us know where you're from because yeah. that's cool. Or if you prefer not to, that's okay. But we like to know where our listeners are coming from. Other than that, thank you for listening to The, the Monster, Monster Squad. Squad.